Good morning, you're with Cameron here on 2VM. We are talking local politics as we normally do on a Friday morning and we're going north to Gundawindi, just over the border in Queensland, to talk to the Gundawindi Mayor, Lawrence Springbok. How are you going, Lawrence? Not too bad, Cameron, yourself. Not too bad, not too bad at all. Now, what's been happening in the Shire since we spoke last week? Well, I think last week um, we may have touched on a bit of an issue of vandalism that we've had at... Uh, the Riddles Oval, which mm-hmm. is something that's annoyed our community quite significantly, and obviously the police are continuing to do their work with regard to that. Mm-hmm. And from a council perspective, we did have a break-in at our depot uh, this last week, and we had three vehicles stolen, stolen, a couple have been recovered, but they're very badly damaged. And this is something that really gives our community the irritants because yeah. we have very little of this. And when it does happen, people get really annoyed about it. And they get annoyed because of the sense of pride that mm. people have and that you have this, you know, this sort of disrespect, you have this cavalier disregard, you have this sort of sense of criminality that does pervade a few people within the general region. And we trust that the police will be able to do their job. And, yeah. and, and I know they will. And the, hopefully the courts will throw the full force of the law, throw the book at yeah. these people. But what it does do is bring... Um, is to one of the council's major initiatives, and that is that we're going to invest $130,000 on the extension of CCTV cameras throughout three towns in our region. Now, we do thank the Commonwealth Government for providing the assistance to us. We received just over $1.1 million from the Commonwealth Government as a part of their local roads and community infrastructure program that they announced to couple of months ago and that will go to 36 new cameras mm-hmm. across 12 um, sites in Gundawindi, six in Inglewood and four in Texas and we'll be working uh, with the Queensland Police Service and the local community around the appropriate place to uh, put those particular cameras and that will bring I think the, uh, the total to just over 80 across our region and whilst it they won't necessarily stop all crime and vandalism and antisocial behaviour. It certainly does act as a deterrent. Mm-hmm. And certainly we've found in the past the placement of our cameras and the very good footage have assisted our police in being able to track down offenders. Yeah. Well, let's hope the uh, we unravel the mystery and uh, bring the offenders to justice. Well, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I think the whole community is of that view. Mm. And on a more positive note, I spoke to Mark Colton, the member for Parks down here in New South Wales. He's made some great progress with the Inland Rail Project. Uh, Apparently, later on this month, the first train is going to roll down the tracks. Uh, Are people excited up in Gundawindi about the Inland Rail? Well, look, I think uh, this has been something that was first announced around 20 years ago, and it's very much been a wait-and-see you know, opportunity since then, but, but things are progressing along, and obviously in New South Wales, uh, things are pre- have progressed uh, much you know more advanced because it's been going from Melbourne through to Brisbane and it's been constructed along the way, along existing rail corridor and some greenfield as well, as I understand. There are some ongoing issues, of course, and you know, North Star to the border, the uh, environmental impact study, I think, uh, was re- was put out for public viewing and consultation recently. And from the perspective of the Gundawindi Regional Council, we're very supportive of the inland rail project. We just want to make sure that it does not have a negative 
impact with regards to flooding in our region because we are on a floodplain and that floodplain affects farmers and also our local town and uh, we've been working constructively with Inland Rail, the Australian Rail Track Corporation, to make sure that we do mitigate any of those impacts and from our perspective, if they can demonstrate clearly to us that it has no negative impact with regards to flooding, then we'll be only talking about the positives and there will be significant positives that should come from that. And the other thing which we are doing, either on our own as a Gundawindi Regional Council or with the Border Region of Councils, is working on a rail interface improvement program, which is about what we can do to make sure that we can, you know, if I can use the terminology, hoover up the freight <laughs> and bring it into an intermodal hub or, you know, put it on our roads to bring it into central hubs so that we can get it onto the rail line. That's now critically important because a rail line that doesn't have trains and doesn't have the maximum amount of freight on it uh, is not necessarily what we would have been hoping for. So that's what we're working on now with the Commonwealth Government through that process. Yeah, you, it's interesting you mentioned about the uh, environmental report because I know there's been new funding for the wetlands up at Gundawindi. I don't think it'll affect it that much, will it? Or? Well, look... Uh, well, from, from, from our perspective, you know, we know that we're going to get floods. There is no doubt about it. And, yeah. and we can't do anything about an act of God, but we can certainly do something about an act of man. And what I mean by that is, is we can do a whole lot to make sure that we mitigate our own impact on things. Mm -hmm. So our own impact should be negligible to zero, and that's what we're working on. Yeah. And, and the Australian Rail Track Corporation are most adamant that, uh, that, that what they've put in place uh, will, you know, mitigate any flooding. And we're just saying, well, look, that's fine. We're doing an independent analysis of that now. And if that's the case, well, that's good. But if, but if there are issues, then they're going to have to uh, re-engineer it to make sure that those flooding impacts are, mm. are, are, are minimised or made negligible. And, and we're confident we can work with them on, on that. But openness and transparency and having a good positive relationship is a part of that, and that's what we're working on. But the key thing is, uh, when this does get the kick-off, there will be lots of uh, jobs and activity in construction, a huge amount indeed. But beyond that, we want to make sure that when it's into operation, from a logistics point of view, that we are capturing as much freight as we possibly can yeah. going, going through the region each way. And so our entire region. And when we talk about region from Gundawindi region, we see northern New South Wales as, as critically important. We are the one community. Um, mm. And people, a lot of people don't understand that further south in New South Wales or further north in Queensland. The only time they ever get excited about cross-border issues is at the state of origin. From yeah. our perspective, um, you know, people on either side of the border are one community, just basically separated by state border, and we just want to make sure we all get maximum benefit without any detriment. Mm -hmm. And do you know what's going to be discussed in the council meetings? Well, we um, just before we get on to that, also some more good news this week. Yep. Our silo viewing area uh, in Yalabin, which is we're doing a lot of work on. We've got our new signs, and new tourist signs that have gone up there or be going up there uh, this week, so that's a real positive. And also, uh, next week, the Gundawindi Regional Council will be having its first ever meeting uh, outside of Gundawindi since it was formed 12 years ago as, a, as an entire council. And that will be in Inglewood uh, next Thursday. And then we'll be doing the same thing in Texas next March and then back in Inglewood on September last uh, next year. So we'll be rotating them around. And that's created a great degree of excitement and there'll be and the agenda for that has just been finalized oh, cool. now so we're looking forward to that and uh 
people will be able to come along, see their council in action in their local community, but also we're going to have a community gathering um, with a morning tea as well, so people are looking forward to that. Oh, awesome. Well, that sounds very good indeed. Well, thanks so much for joining us today, Lawrence, and uh, all the best with the community meetings, and, uh, yeah, look forward to chatting with you next week. Thank you very much. Thanks. Come on.